Hey, Comet fans, guess what? This week's edition of the Comets podcast is being brought to you by Combat Ops Arena on Lay Road. Combat Ops Arena, the best place in Fort Wayne for all the family fun. You've got laser tag, you have got axe throwing, you've got an arcade, you have got bowling, you have got a Nerf arena, and you've got food and beverages. What more could you possibly want? Nothing. That's the answer. So Combat Ops Arena, they are the sponsor of this podcast. They make it happen every week. So go visit them, Combat Ops Arena on Lay Road and at CombatOpsArena.com. Now, on with the show. Happy last week of November, Comet fans. We're almost to December. This season is just rolling along, and so is this team right now. Look at that, a three-game sweep of the holiday weekend. Team is now 8-8 eight and eight going into this week, so these guys are starting to roll, folks. So make sure you get your tickets to see the Comets coming up this Friday. It is Teddy Bear Toss Night. So I said it all during the weekend, during the broadcast, that if you were listening to me out shopping, make sure you grab an extra cuddly bear or maybe a stuffed octopus, an armadillo, whatever. Take it to the game this uh, Friday night against Toledo and throw it out on the ice when the Comets score their first goal. All right, that is the promotional portion of this show. Remember, I'm Shane Alberani, and uh, we've got a show here. It is the Comets Podcast, brought to you by Combat Ops Arena. And on this week's show, we have got Anthony Petrozelli. Yes, Anthony Petrozelli, one of my favorite names to say. And I tell him that. He's got a great sports name, and he's also got some other great stories about how fun it is to stop a puck with his face. Uh, we talk about what it was like growing up in Washington. And this guy's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, he's on a wall of fame somewhere up in Alberta. So uh, his legacy is going to go on forever. So uh, it's been a great conversation with Anthony Petrozelli. Glad to be back doing some interviews. The past two weeks we have been celebrating the life of Bob Chase. So now we're kind of getting back to, to normal, going back to these interviews. And we have a whole bunch of them lined up the rest of this season. So we're going to start right now with Anthony. Anthony Petrozelli. So here we go. All right, let's get this rolling. Okay. First of all, you've got like the best sports name. Being an announcer, I love names that end in I. <laughs> so Petrozelli is like perfect. <laughs> So when I see names like that, I like I get really excited because it's also I mean really I think it's uh, more of a baseball name. Mm. It's like I think you should be playing shortstop somewhere yeah, instead actually, of playing I hockey. That, I got that a lot because like playing in the New England area, like uh, yeah, people would think I was playing like oh you played it to uh, I can't remember what his Rico. name Rico Rico Petroselli. Yeah, they're like yeah, yeah. Rico, no, it's, it's definitely not the same name. A little different. <laughs> But I love, you know, I always like when I see names on a roster, I'm always like, oh, that's a good hockey name. You know, hockey name, anything French-Canadian, anything with a chuck at the end, that's a good hockey name. You know, but anything that has uh, anything with a vowel, that's that's perfect. And, uh, you know, so I like to look at the roster. I'm like, oh, that's a good football name. That's a good baseball name. Yeah. That's a good basketball <laughs> name, you know. So, you know, football names, anything that has a lot of consonants in it, Nitschke, Butkus, those are great yeah. names. So, so no, when I see Petrozelli, I like, I've, when you, uh, came here. It was like, oh, that's a cool name. That's perfect. <laughs> so I look forward to saying <laughs> saying your name. But like you have your Petro is your nickname, right? Yeah, but uh, for some reason when I got here, they started calling me Petey. I, I mean, like my first game ever. I was I was at Indianapolis and I'm sitting on the bench and then before the game, Gary asked like, what's uh, what's your nickname? And I said Petro. 
And so he's like, okay, okay. I'm sitting there on the bench, and he goes, all right, uh, McKernan, McDonald, and Petey, go. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm still waiting to go. It's about five minutes into the game. And <laughs> next thing you know, they're like, what are you doing? Get out there. They're like, kicking me. We only got four guys on the ice. And I'm like, oh, I'm Petey? Like, so I gotta, I'm got sprinting out there trying to go back to the D zone. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on yet. <laughs> See, that's that's – that's something that, that you don't realize happens. It's yeah. like your nickname changes. So whoever's coaching the team is going to give you a new nickname. Yeah, like uh, Olivier Legault, forever his name was Ollie. But mm-hmm. he comes to Fort Wayne and everyone started calling him Legs. Yeah, no, so it just changes where you go. That's what it is. So, But I think it's funny that, uh, you know, Petro, Javi, Petrozelli, you know, PD, all right, it rhymes. But I, you know, I like the nicknames where you have to explain it. Yeah. So, so if your name is something, what does that mean? And you actually have to explain it. Yeah. So I've had plenty of those uh, throughout my life. Uh, being, being Arab, I've had a lot that weren't exactly politically correct, but funny. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so you are a Hall of Famer. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess you can you could say that. <laughs> they they were there. There was uh, let's see here. There was uh, spotlights. They were on the ice. They gave you a whole thing. That was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, it was a cool experience. Going back to where I played uh, juniors at in Brooks, Alberta, and they had a nice little ceremony. Got to see a video. A couple a uh, couple guys I played with had a nice little uh, little congratulatory video for me. So that was that was really nice of them. And they ended up putting a little plaque on the wall. So it'll be. Pretty cool to think back and remember that you're, uh, I guess, uh, immortalized on the wall yeah. for your junior hockey team. Yeah. So Brooks, Alberta. What is in Brooks, Alberta? Uh, I think it's the largest meatpacking plant in Western Canada. I think that's what it is. <laughs> so you get a, you kind of get a, a funny odor walking in town, but <laughs> once you're there for about 10, 20 minutes, it, it goes away. And you played juniors there. And so you're from Washington, though, right? Yep. So you went from Washington to Alberta to Vermont. Yep. So what was that trip like? <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was it was kind of a little bit of a transition, I guess you can say, going from Alberta to Vermont. But from uh from from Washington to Vermont, it's it's pretty similar. It's it's a similar landscape, I guess you can say. Yeah. You got the mountains to one way, yeah. you got the water to the other. But it's definitely a little colder in Vermont, and I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy being out there now. And I call it, I pretty much call it home in the really? season. So so how did you? Oh, well, you're playing juniors in Alberta. So how do you get to the University of Vermont? Uh, it's just. I play. I played three years in in Brooks, and after my second year, about halfway through it, my my coach ended up telling me that you got a couple teams looking at you, whether it was uh, UConn, RIT, Alaska, Vermont, and he's like, "Here, this is what some of the guys are saying." And you kind of you finally get one offer, all of them come in, and you just step back, look at them, and ended up choosing choosing Vermont. I was really excited to play in Hockey East with the the, yeah. big, the big teams, Boston College, Boston University. I wanted to, you know, I, I've heard a lot of things that Hockey East was a very hard conference to play at, and I just wanted to be at a top conference like that, and it definitely was. It was it was a battle in and out every night. When you're playing juniors, do you guys, is it going to college or going pro? Is it, or it just depends on who it is? I, I guess it depends where, where you're playing juniors at. Like a lot of the major junior guys, I'm sure all their their thing is we want to go pro right away but playing junior a i think a, a big focus for a lot of us was trying to go and play college and now like brooks brooks wasn't a huge huge developer of going to division one schools but now over the last five six years they've ended up putting they're putting 10 10 15 guys into division like top division one schools every year so it's it's definitely it's kind of transformed into that there in, in brooks so it's it's nice to see that so you, you've driven from Washington to Alberta to Vermont and then to Fort Wayne. So you've logged a lot of driving time. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> not as much as you think. I did not actually drive from 
Washington to Vermont. I got lucky there. I, okay. We weren't we weren't able to have cars out there freshman year, so I uh, I was lucky enough to get my parents to ship my truck out there. So I avoided that three thousand miles. Yeah. Trip, but no, I uh, I've taken a few trips from Washington to Alberta and then from Vermont to here. It's it's a good fifteen hour drive. It's not too bad. Well, so what, what's the uh, what's the road trip entertainment if you're by yourself trying to keep yourself awake? Uh, some some spit and chicklets podcast. I, I've started getting into those and I, they're just hilarious. I I can't get enough of those guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to turn this one into that, but uh, I'm not sure if that's going to work out. Yeah, you. I don't know if we have the personalities <laughs> for that. I don't know. This group, uh, you know, uh, I'm getting to know these guys a little bit. That road trip out to Rapid City helped a lot, you know, to get to know the guys. Yeah. So I think this is a, a pretty loose group, you oh, know, kind of like what you had last year. Yeah, it's definitely a good good group of guys, but you know, they're they don't. I don't think they have the same war stories that uh, Biz Nasty <laughs> and some of the other guys have. But you, like, we got to Rapid City, and I saw you, and you had bruises. I mean, it looks better today, but you were you were beaten up pretty good. Well, yeah, I got hit with I got hit in the face with the puck last week, and, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, you get punched in the face?" No, no. I tried blocking a blocking a shot, but I don't know. Know, What's a cooler story? Do you say you get punched, or you say you get hit in the face? Is that? Uh, I said I got hit in the face with the puck. I'm, <laughs> I can't lie to him. <laughs> so now you're you're playing pro, so you don't have the full face guard either. So yeah. something that you have to get used to. Yeah, well, I mean, like the, co- the college hockey block, I like to call it. You go uh, skating as fast as you can out to the points, try and put your stick on their on their puck, and that just kind of creates a ramp aimed at your face a lot of the times. So yeah. I, yeah, I had the gauge there before to block it, but now I don't. So yeah. <laughs> so from Vermont, now you go from Vermont to Fort Wayne. Now I remember when you came to town last year, you met us in Indianapolis. So it's so awkward. You you literally showed up like two hours before the game. And it's like, how awkward is that to walk into a hotel? I'm like, I'm here to play. Who do I go to? Where do I go? I'm going to be on the ice in two hours. Don't know anybody. How weird is that? Yeah, it was an odd experience. I mean, I kind of got a I, – I didn't think I was going to be coming in right then. I was talking to Gary a little bit. He was like, yeah, we'll uh, reevaluate after the weekend. We'll let you know. And then what do you know? That Friday, I think you guys were playing Cincinnati yeah. that night. Uh, he ended up calling me at like 11 o'clock. He's like, hey, like, you, can get to, you can get to Indianapolis tomorrow. I'll let you play. And just without a doubt, I – you know, I packed my stuff up, and my, my girlfriend dropped me off at the airport at five in the morning. And next thing you know, I'm in Indianapolis. But it was it was weird. I didn't really know much. It says here's the here's the address of the hotel. Showed up at the hotel, go to the front desk. I have no idea what to do. I was like, is there a room under my name? Uh, luckily, there was. I was able to get a quick little nap in, and then you show up for the bus, and it's like, oh, I no idea who anyone is here. But <laughs> I, I think it was. I remember uh, Cody Cody Soul actually comes up. He's like, oh hey, I'm gonna help you grab your bags. I'm, trying to carry a hockey bag two different suitcases yeah thanks and uh, that was about all and then you you try to you know make a little small talk with guys here and there but then you get to the rink and the whole time you gotta I mean if you don't know this you gotta go you gotta do all your physicals before you get on the ice you gotta sign your contract so I'm doing all this and by the time this is all done, I got about five minutes before I got to be out for warm-ups. Haven't haven't even warmed up off the ice so it's just kind of a big panic and then once you get out there it's it's you're in a different world right right but yeah i remember you walking in and i see your uh university of vermont bag i'm like oh this must be the new guy yeah <laughs> so yeah it's just bizarre how this league and really, really all of minor league hockey you know how you got you guys get phone calls you guys gotta leave right then and there drop everything and go uh so i mean some of your your teammates have have uh sure have got better stories than what you had you've only had one stop but there's the guys who've been on three or four teams throughout a year and it's i just find it uh, hard that you guys do that 
Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's part of, it's part of the business, I guess, getting getting traded around. Yeah, know, teams are trying to stack up with different guys, but I mean, you know, hopefully I can uh, manage to stay here long enough. I I really enjoy here, being here in Fort Wayne. So, and did you have any other offers? Uh, were any other teams calling you? Not a whole lot. It was actually uh, my college season ended like February thirtieth, and I was kind of sitting around waiting to waiting to hear from from. Uh, I guess he wasn't in tech with my agent at the time. One of these guys trying to help me out and just nothing really panned out and ended up calling one of my buddies that I found out he was, uh, he was finally doing some uh, representing of players. He got on the phone. He called every team four different times until someone was like, okay, fine. Like we got, we got some guys hurt. Like, just come on out. We'll, yeah. we'll take a look at him. And I mean, it took a month to find, find Fort Wayne, but I got here and I loved it. Well, we're happy to have you because uh, you you've turned into a little bit of a fan favorite because you kind of you turned it up a notch. You impressed last year during the playoffs. Yeah, no, I definitely I feel like I took on a little bit different of a role from the from the playoffs as I did the first four games I was here. But you know, I I tried to be a little bit more of a defensive minded kind of a almost a, a rat out there. Yeah, trying, I mean we had a, one of the top power plays, so it's anything I could do to help to get him out on the ice, give us a chance to score. It's that's what I can do. And uh, being a, a smaller guy, you know, you were among the trees last year, too. Yeah, no, I mean, playing against those guys like <laughs> Register on Colorado yeah. or, or Vave on Cincinnati, I remember lining up against Vave, and he just he looks down at me and starts laughing. He's like, what, what are you, you – you can't be serious. You're, you're tiny out here. I just – I just – I'm just – now it's kind of a running joke between me and him. We'll line up and just kind of laugh at each other, like, "Oh yeah, you're a tree. I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little, little guy out yeah. here." Yeah. So. Well, I had uh, Ryan Lowney in on last show, and I asked him that. I'm like, well, "You're the smallest guy on the team," and I always wonder how bad do you get chirped. I'm sure you're used to it, but is there uh, was there a really good chirp that you remember? No, nothing, nothing too bad. It's more just like guys laughing, like, "Yeah, you're you're, you're tiny out here," kind of thing. It's it's <laughs> it's nothing too bad. It's. It's funny though. I see the other guys. I'm like, ah, what? Are, what are you doing? Shouldn't you be playing basketball or something? You don't even have to jump. You can dunk. Like, uh, and you're out here trying to run me over. I'm. A, you're a foot taller than me. <laughs> yeah, hockey players never used to be that big. No. At I, some point, uh, I don't know when, but they became basketball players on skates. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so you grew up in Washington, right? So what was that like? What did you? What were you doing out in Washington when you were a kid? Uh, I mean, I was doing I guess what every other kid was doing riding bikes uh playing I guess playing hockey and baseball were, were my things and so it's just not a, not a whole lot going on I, I guess you can say I didn't really move around a whole ton as a kid but I mean I, I guess in seventh grade I ended up moving schools and that was about the only big change I really made in my life and other than that it's all been pretty consistent I've had basically the same group of friends over yeah. the last 15 20 years that I've met from playing hockey and you know we've all stayed in touch so so your mom and dad still, they come around and they uh, visit you, or they they come to see you play at all? Yeah, they. Uh, my mom, my mom was able to get out for uh, a little bit of the, was it the playoffs. Yeah, a little bit of the playoffs last year. Come see that. We have a lot of family in Chicago, so it's a good excuse for them to fly into Chicago, grab a couple people there, and drive down here. But my dad's still trying to make his way out here. He's uh he's pretty busy. He works works at Boeing and uh, building airplanes and stuff like that. So he's he's usually pretty tied up doing that. And that's that's big out in Washington, right? Yeah, Bo yeah. Boeing's one of the one of the major employers out there in yeah. Western Washington. I think there's, I want to say five or six plants within probably about a 50 mile radius there. So, so what does he do out there? Uh, he does some uh, like FAA compliance stuff now. Okay, he used to he used to crawl his big butt into the airplane wings somehow. <laughs> I don't know how, but these little these little tubes they got to crawl, and I I swear they got to be about 
maybe two and a half feet diameter and i'm i was like there's no chance you fit in those and apparently he does so. <laughs> so when you get on a plane do you like i know all about this thing i know where everything works uh, no not really no? <laughs> i mean he, he, he tries to he tries to tell me but i it kind of goes in one ear out the other thing and i'm kind of just like okay let's get this thing up get it down make sure i'm safe right, <laughs> right? that's pretty much uh, everybody's hope uh so you went to university of vermont what uh, did you study out there uh, i took a I majored in business, minor in statistics, and it kind of, I guess I had a focus in marketing too, so I, I wasn't really exactly sure what I wanted to do when I first got there. I always had an idea. I liked, liked marketing, but it's uh, it's interesting to go to these different schools, see what the kind of programs they're offering and, and whatnot, and ended up doing a little more research as I got into it, and I was, come to find out, they got a pretty good business school, so I kind of just went with it, and it all panned out, and now I kind of I kind of like the marketing side of all of yeah. it, and I think one day I definitely want to get involved in some kind of sports marketing or some kind of marketing analytics in, in that fashion. So you're kind of a numbers guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're a math guy. Yeah, I, I like my I like my stats. Yeah, yeah, but algebra, geometry, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of the math, but uh, you guys, I see a lot of, because I ask a lot of guys, because some guys go to college, some guys play juniors, and I'm always interested what you guys go to school for and what hockey is going to look like after, or what life is going to look like after hockey. And a lot of guys are, are in the business and marketing, so it mm -hmm. seems like a popular, maybe a a, a jock trade or a jock major. Yeah, no, it, it could be somewhat. I guess it all depends what schools you go to because we, uh, we also have another program. It's called uh, Community Development and Entrepreneurship. I don't exactly know what it is. Couldn't tell you, but uh, a lot of, a lot of the, the hockey guys seem to end up in there and do uh, do fairly well. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I think it, it's kind of lost on some guys sometimes like, oh, yeah, I just want to play hockey. I don't yeah. take the easiest degree, but no, it's it, if you're if you're smart about it, you take the right degree and play play hockey, you can end up pretty good after you're done playing and did you graduate already yep i graduated last year and i was fortunate enough i only had the one class when i came here and the professor was very understanding worked with me and i didn't i didn't show up obviously for the last two and a half months of school <laughs> and still got an a in the classes which was nice because we've had some players who've come in late like you did and they're taking their finals online or some other way uh during the playoffs yeah no it's actually the 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 university and the athletic department helped me out a lot they were they basically called the freshmen like hey uh we really need you to just let this player go this helps helps our program and gives good visibility to us and you know so they they're very helpful and trying to get the professors to understand that this opportunity doesn't happen very often for a whole lot of guys so it was, it was good so what's it like being a college athlete Hockey-wise, you know, I hear about football and basketball, how busy their schedule is. But you guys travel an awful lot. It's the same thing, but you don't get quite the notoriety as the, you know, you know football or basketball. Yeah, I mean, well, fortunately enough, I played at with the University of Vermont where hockey is the number one sport. There's no football program. There's a, a pretty pretty decent basketball, but hockey is definitely the main focus there. At the Albert Gutterson Fieldhouse, the thing sold out every night and it's one of the historic buildings that people love coming to play at. So it was it was really cool being in, in Burlington there and all the fan support and everything like that. It was it was unbelievable. It was it was just like one of the top end Division One schools that we we'd get that kind of crowd. And, but uh, being an athlete there, you you still you have to travel a lot. I mean, yeah. you're leaving, you're always leaving a day early, so you're missing classes. So you're leaving Thursday, missing class. You got to stay on top of your work and you know make sure you get get that stuff done or you will fall behind. And then. Also, it is a lot of practicing, a lot of working out since we only do play the, yeah. the two-game two game schedule every week. And 
So it, it can be a little tough on the body, but you know, I, I'm starting to learn that playing 72 games, that's going to be tough on the body too. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cause you guys aren't used to that. And yeah. you, you know, and you see guys do you, like, like this season, obviously it's going to be your first full season. You know, you see guys kind of hit that wall after about 50 games mm-hmm. that they're not used to it. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I'll, I'll Oh, I'm conditioned enough. I, I've worked out pretty hard the last few years and this off season, so I'm hoping I'm conditioned enough. I mean, in juniors, I ended up playing close to close to 100 games a couple years in a row, so hoping hoping to keep that'll help me down the road, even though it's been a few years. Do you sit next to to Shaftsma trying to get some of that juice he's got after all these years, still able to to get on the ice and perform as well as he does? Oh yeah, you get, you got to follow Shaz. You're on this guy. <laughs> he's he's I don't know what he's been taking, but it, it keeps him going, and he moves up, he moves pretty well out there. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, did, were you on a line with him last year at all? Um, last year, I, I might have played. Yeah, one I can't or two remember if, if you were out there at all, oh, but because I mean, yeah. you were switched around an awful lot. Yeah, I was kind of just put in wherever. So. Right, right. So you were, you definitely fit that role last year. Mm-hmm. So was that a, a difference for you from what you were in juniors and and in college? I think it was a little bit different. I mean, definitely in juniors, I was more of a top end scorer kind of thing. And once I got to the college game, I I, I found my role as a kind of a shutdown line. It was basically a, whoever's top line is out there. It's you see them jump over the boards, make sure they don't score and try and chip in here and there and I mean playing hockey it's like I said it's one of the top conferences it's very hard to score you know it's basically a it's basically a race to who's going to score three goals that first and if you do you're probably going to win so not a whole lot of offensive production there but uh, I think coming here it was it was really cool I actually I got a lot of a lot of looks to try and play a little more offense and having only 10 guys compared to 12 you're you're yeah. playing a lot like every guy's got to be playing at least 15 to 20 minutes so when you get that kind of ice time it it's I, I don't know necessarily if you're uh, if you're having a different role, but I think you just get more opportunities to touch the puck, shoot the puck, so it's it's good. So what's the big difference between playing? You played major college hockey and then coming to the pros. What's what's the big difference? Is it the speed? Is it the skill? Uh, I think I think there's definitely a, a little bit more skill here in pro, but uh, just the the way that the game is is played is a little different. It seems that there is a little more time and space here, and that guys aren't skating nearly as fast but no guys are definitely a lot smarter with the puck a lot more systematic and you got to work as a five-man unit uh to make sure your systems are in place and followed but you know in college it's kind of a thousand miles an hour make sure get up get down the ice and it's it's been kind of an adjustment but it's been nice to kind of slow things down and you were paired with Justin Hodgman early in the season and you guys seem to find a little bit of magic out there and Haji you know you got to keep up with that guy yeah, no, he he's a he's a great player. When he, he that guy can he can fly, he can stick handle. I mean, all you have to do literally is just find an open spot and he'll get it to you. And as long as you're willing to shoot the puck, it, it's easy to play with Haji. So you got to become a finisher now. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so all right, well, let's get back to you and I've talked hockey all the time. So you're out in Washington, and your dad is is doing airplane stuff. What does your mom do? Uh, she works for the what is it called the uh, AFL CIO Washington State Labor Council. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know what the the letters before the, the Washington State <laughs> Labor Council mean, but uh, I know she does some kind of uh, uh, ins- something has to do with like kind of insurance claims and yeah. uh, workers comp kind of stuff like that. So I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. But <laughs> you have brothers and sisters. Yeah, got a I got one one half sister that I. I mean, she's been there my whole entire life, yeah. so it's just kind of like having a sister. But, yeah, she lives down in Portland, Oregon. Uh, she does event planning, so she does a lot of work with Microsoft. And she travels all over the world and just basically gets to, you know, put up these events for these big companies and go 
you know, vacation for free. So it's pretty cool. So is there a big difference between Washington and Indiana? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can basically look from one end of the state to the other without having anything in the way, but no, it's, it's nice here. I, I like it. It's definitely, and compared to Vermont too, it's got a, seems to have a little bit more mild of a winter, so I can't complain there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, you're up in Alberta. I'm sure that was oh, kind of brutal yeah, that too. Was, that was butt cold. <laughs> was it as uh, Rapid City cold? Uh, it was. I'd, I'd say Rapid City and Alberta were pretty comparable. Pretty yeah. close. Mm-hmm. Is it that that dry cold? Yeah. You know, because my lips were so chapped after being in Rapid City. I know that was a mistake. Not bringing the chapstick, and then <laughs> the, my hands were dry from everything. Was... Yeah, yeah. So, what'd you think of Mount Rushmore? That was pretty cool. It's my first time ever actually being out there. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't really been able to go to all these Midwest states and that we play in a lot. And so I thought it was pretty cool getting to go out there, see it. A lot of people try to tell me it's a, it's a little underwhelming, but I, I don't know. I thought it was awesome. You, the, the way that this guy was able to literally carve faces into a mountain with dynamite and guys rappelling down chiseling. I, I thought it was yeah. quite amazing. And then the little museum they had in there is, it was good. I admit I, I wussed out. I was too cold. I didn't bring my winter jacket, so I didn't go to Mount Rushmore. But I had been there on a previous trip, so I did. I <laughs> yeah, that's fine, as long as you've been there. But, yeah, uh, you know, us being, you know, hockey guys, but the older I get, I can't seem to handle the cold anymore. So, but <laughs> what are you going to do? So could you play in a warmer climate, or would that be distracting? Honestly, I, I don't know. I've never really had the opportunity to, so it's. Uh, I I really don't mind where I'm where I'm playing at. I mean, I like I, I like everywhere I've been so far, and so as long as as long as I'm enjoying the hockey, it's all right. So you ever think about? I mean, we talked about what you've what your major was and all that stuff, but have you ever thought specifically what you're gonna do? Like, I mean, you talk about sports marketing, but what aspect would that be in? I'm not not totally sure yet. I mean, right now, uh, actually, me and one of my uh, my good good friends that I played at the University of Vermont with, he, Brennan Bradley, who currently plays for uh, Kalamazoo, uh, we we've been talking, you know, trying to potentially set up a couple of hockey clinics here, uh, like in Vermont and some in Washington, some in Philadelphia, where he's from. I think uh, we're gonna start trying to do that. Just uh, you know, see our first little business yeah. venture, and because we've we've worked with kids in the past all over the place, and we we like to do it and. So I think that's kind of our our first little test at trying a a, a somewhat real job. Yeah. yeah. So in the off season, do you have a a job or you just train or you just hockey twenty four hours? Oh no, I I do a lot of random little jobs here and there. Yeah. It's, uh, me and another guy that actually is an old University of Vermont alum. I'll go and I mean th- this guy's a local in uh, in the Burlington area and he uh, he happens to know everyone in town somehow. And if someone needs some leaves picked up, uh, hey, you want to come make. 20 bucks an hour we'll go pick up some leaves you know, go do that but then also I, I do work at a golf course sometimes just uh, yeah so I can keep my free golf obviously uh, I go out there and mow a couple of greens in the summer and then I do run a few different hockey camps so and this is Vermont you go yep. to Vermont yep so what's your handicap like if you're a golfer not great <laughs> not great <laughs> I couldn't even tell you right now but I, I, I'd, I'd say probably like 15 14 15 yeah. on a good day so you guys played golf uh, once or twice this year, I think, when, before the season started. So who's the who's the best golfer? Uh, who was the best golfer there? Uh, that's tough to say. I guess some of the guys are like when we had King here. He he was yeah. he was legit golfer. He was pretty good. But uh, I like I like seeing I like seeing Cody tee off. He can he can really crank the ball. 
So uh, he's pretty good off the tee, but everywhere else, not so much. Eh, I, I don't know about that. I think he, he's pretty good all yeah. around. So what what do you like about Fort Wayne? What is what is your favorite thing about Fort Wayne? I mean, I don't know. It's it's it, I I like it for the hockey. I I came here to play yeah. hockey. It's that's kind of been my main focus. I try to, you know, as long as it has a, I mean, as long as it has a great place to play, I, I I've enjoyed it. But no, I I do enjoy the fans. I enjoy the arena. You know, I think we have fantastic facilities and all that and all the support it's it's great so but it's it's definitely a little bit different of a city i mean i've it's actually a lot bigger compared to burlington vermont and but it's it's definitely got a little bit different vibe to it a little more midwest and it's 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 a nice little change and when you played here during the playoffs i mean we got to got to the western conference finals Uh, how like nervous for you i mean you got kind of got thrown into this we're in the western conference finals you've got nine thousand people in the building is that a little nerve-wracking or are you just when you get on the ice, it doesn't matter. I think when you get on the ice, it doesn't really matter. I mean, whether you're playing in front of 9,000 people, 15,000 yeah. people, 100 people, like it's just you're you're so engulfed in the game. But no, it was it was a cool experience having having this place rock. And it was uh, I don't know what happened. I think we had the long ozone shift or a big penalty kill or something. But I I've never heard a building light up like this place has. And at the at the Coliseum, it was it was a really cool thing just to see that. And then see how loud it gets when all the smoke goes off when we score yeah. and all that it's it's pretty cool but I, I don't think there's much nerves behind it i i kind of came in with the mentality like ah, i got nothing to lose right. kind of thing <laughs> you know give it my all so right right and now you've had a chance to play in some other barns or some other barns that you know you don't like mm-hmm. um i wouldn't say there's any any ranks i really don't like you know it's just there's a little bit different vibe when you go to other places like kalamazoo's there seems to be a little bit older but when we were there, still had great fans, and they they had their buildings packed, and I mean everyone in our our conf, I mean our division seems to do all right for for attendance and everything like that. So that's that's good. I mean, there's no no place I really dislike playing yet. So you came in late last year. Was there any type of bonding moment with any of the guys? Did did anybody latch onto you and kind of take you under your under their wing? You know, uh, I mean, I think I think the whole team really did. Yeah. It was. I, from last year, that was a close knit group of guys, and they seemed to all stay in contact, and we all had right. And that's that's the thing; it's like it so. was such a, a group of tight group, and then here you come in. Mm-hmm. You know how was that reception? It was it was awesome. Like I, I was so surprised after the first game. Like once everyone's like, okay, like I guess you're hanging around or whatever. So hey, you know, come on in. It's it's awesome to have you in here, and you know, you know the older guys like Jamie, Cody, and everyone they did a great job just you know, bringing me in making me feel a part of the team and you know i really appreciate that from those guys well fantastic man i'm glad you were able to get in here and, and do this podcast with me it's always nice to you know let the fans know a little bit more about the players because you guys do a tremendous job with the fans and you interact with them but you know sometimes you don't get a chance to have a conversation yeah no. you know so it's good to get in here and and uh uh tell the fans a little bit about yourself and hopefully we're gonna have you around for a real long time yeah well i hope so all right. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, no problem. So PD, Petro, whatever you want to call the guy, he's fine with it. Anthony Petrozelli, thanks a lot for coming on the show this week. It was a great episode. Glad to get back to doing some interviews, and we'll be doing more of those as the season goes on, as this team starting to roll around. So it's uh, going to be a fun uh, next month of the season. Comets pretty much stay at home the entire month of December. So uh, make sure you get your tickets starting with this Friday night, Teddy Bear Toss Night, 8 o'clock Friday night, Coliseum against Toledo. So make sure you come out for that one. 
So that is our show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and thank our sponsor, Combat Ops Arena, for making this happen every week. I have been your announcer, your master of ceremonies, your uh, host, Shane Alberani, and this has been the Combat Ops Arena Comets Podcast.